You're listening to Nonprofit Unplugged with your host, the number one nonprofit lady, Shakira Relaford. This show teaches you how to start and grow your nonprofit with ease. Simply put, this is Nonprofit Made Easy. What's up? It's your number one nonprofit lady here. And today I have a super new cool friend. His name is Ryan Hagen. We met on Twitter a few weeks ago and we were just chopping it up and having a good time and we've been connected every since. I know it's only been a few weeks, but you once you meet a person once, they're no longer a stranger. And definitely Ryan is someone who I no longer see as a stranger. He's a friend, whether he knows it or not. So Ryan is the founder of Crowdsourcing Sustainability Incorporated. He's going to talk more about it. Bomb, 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 nonprofit organization. Just saying. He likes to call himself a sustainability nerd. I like to call him the sustainability guru. So if that makes you uh, really interested, then you need to listen in. Okay. He definitely is all about empowering, educating, and inspiring people to take action when it comes to sustainability and climate change and how to really maximize on those efforts. So he is here and we're going to talk about, well, we're going to talk about some sustainability stuff, but more alongside, right, developing a strong board and what to look for and who to look for when you're considering hiring board members. So without further ado, I have the one and only Ryan Hagen here. Clap it up. Yay. <laughs> Welcome to the show. I'm so glad you're here. How are you? Well, first off, thank you, Shakira. I appreciate it. I feel like I just got such a warm intro. Uh, I feel like I'm entering like a, a basketball game or something. <laughs> the hype, hype announcement. Yes. yes. Yeah. Love it. Love it. So tell everybody who you are. Who is Ryan outside of all of what I just said? But who are you at the core? Yeah. So. You know, for me, I've been on this climate journey, as I like to think about it, for about 10 years now. Um, And for me, this all started back in college when climate crossed my radar for the first time. And, you know, it was at a time when trying to figure out what to do with my life, what kind of career I wanted. I just had an internship and something very boring. And it was like, I, I want to do something I can feel good about, something that's meaningful. I'm going to be spending so many hours uh, working, you know. And just at the, around the same time is when climate really crossed my radar. And I was just shocked that uh, this was happening and it seemed like this huge deal and no one was really talking about it as much as I thought they should be. And, uh, you know, fast forward a year or so, I had gone down the rabbit hole researching and was like, kind of came to the conclusion that this, this really touches everything. Um, and if we get climate wrong, nothing else will be right. Is kind of how I, I think about mm. it. And it's really, uh, it, it really multiplies all the other inequalities and threats that are existing in the world it'll it'll make everything worse if we don't fix it mm-hmm. but on the flip side it's also a win-win if we do you know accelerate climate solutions 
the air gets cleaner, people get healthier, uh, just everything becomes kind of safer, healthier, and, and more just is how I, how I like to think about it, if we do it thoughtfully and strategically. But anyway, um, so after a year of kind of having that realization that it's just pivotal, I made this promise to myself that I'd make a career out of reversing global warming. And after a few, year, few years of working in clean tech, I decided to, to start my own thing to try to try to help empower as many people as possible. Um, the notion really is just, you know, I'm only one person and can only do so much, but if I could help, if I could get as many other people together as possible to work on solutions together and help each other and share resources, best practices, uh, then we could, we could start to move the needle. So that's, that's kind of, kind of what we're all about. That's awesome. Yeah. Ah, I think uh, (laughs) we tend to, we as a general people tend to just kind of go about our day and go about our lives and don't think twice about climate change. And then, you know, when the change of season happened, and I know I just, you know, speaking from a minority point of view, (laughs) from when the change of season happened, that everyone wants to complain or they're like, it's global warming, you know, and it's like, well, yeah, there's a whole lot more to that than just the, than just global warming. Here's how we can prevent a lot of this stuff, you know, and so the, the education piece is not really in our face as it should be, or when it is, people tend to be a little bit more um, harsh or brash about <laughs> about it you know it's more of like you need to change or yeah. you're gonna send us all the hell on earth you kind of deal and it's like oh can yeah. we have a softer approach to this and um i do appreciate just kind of spying on your page <laughs> but i do appreciate <laughs> how you're not so much like throwing it at people in the face of hey you need to change because if not you're killing us uh but or and yourselves but more so like educating, right? Like, hey, let's just take the educational component of it. It's like, hey, Ryan, I need you to eat healthy. And you're like, okay, why? You know, like, but I like my cheeseburgers and pizza or I like my whatever, whatever. And then that's a teachable moment where you can say, actually, did you know, without being so like, you know, police? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I think you're, you're spot on. That's That's like a big part of how I try to communicate with folks and just infuse that ethos into everything, you know, like there's shaming or guilting people doesn't do anyone any good. So we just don't do that. (laughs) Um, Right. Right. Just trying to meet people where they're at, you know, help them take the next step and find the, the things that you can do in your life that are actually going to help move the needle on, on the system. Um, Cause it's gonna be different for everyone. You're all coming from different places, have different ideas, expertise, skills, networks, resources, you know, you name it. And I think the way I approach it is, you know, this is a big, big puzzle. This climate change problem is massive and everyone has a different piece to it. And we, we kind of need them all. So that's that's how I think about it. Yeah. And I love that you said that, you know meet people where they are. And this is just in general, like um, everyone hasn't arrived and everyone won't arrive, but where they are, meet them there and help them up, Mm -hmm. you know, and and don't push them down or tear them down for not being where you are and vice versa. I like that. 
So let's go into a little bit of it. Uh, with crowdsourcing sustainability, talk about the business aspect of it uh, more detail if you if you want, of course. But like, we know how you got started, super dope. But what does crowdsourcing sustainability? Um, what does it do? What what is it all about? Yeah, so I can. I'll try to give you the short version, and this will hopefully help. <laughs> Give, give some the short version. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, but it'll hopefully help give some perspective on where I'm at with the uh, uh trying to figure out the board situation as well. Um so I started this four years ago and it started as just a newsletter and a website. And uh, you know, the newsletter. I'll get into this real quick just because it might be interesting. It was called What on Earth? And the Earth was an acronym. So every Friday, I was sending out uh, E was standing for something exciting. A was something alarming. R was a random quote. T was take sustainable action. And H was highlighting someone awesome. That's smart as hell. (laughs) That is smart as hell. Let me tell you. Let me tell you why. That's branding and marketing on a whole other level. Like very strategically thought out <laughs> like well well don't give me too much too much uh credit because i i got rid of it after a year it was very hard to to keep it going Dang. Um, but, uh, did your email did you did, did, did <laughs> well did your email list grow yeah so it, it grew um see it really took off though after maybe a year and a half when someone in the community was like, Oh, LinkedIn is starting up newsletters. Like you should check that out. And so I applied, I got in the pilot program and that is where like pretty much all the growth has come from. Wow. Um, so I, we're now right into two, 200,000 people in 150 plus countries, which is kind of crazy. This uh, is cool. Yeah. It's, it's, pinch myself sometimes it's weird um we got a podcast and we have like a slack channel and we're starting to do more community meetings um but so to get back to the the business side of things i kind of ignored it for a while because i'm fortunate enough that i could like to start this i moved back home with my parents uh so i didn't have to pay rent and was kind of getting by on savings from work for like two, three years. And, you know, we became a nonprofit two years in and I'm now at the point where I'm like, I need to figure out this money thing. Like I can't keep doing this. I'm, you know, it's just, I want to keep doing it. Like, I wish I could do it for free. I can't do it for free. Like we need to figure this out. So we became a nonprofit, started fundraising, have really only raised money uh, since the end of 2020 and through that's when we started raising money. Uh, we have not been able to raise like enough money for a full budget so far. So now I'm starting to spend more time with, with grants and fig- looking into foundations and all this stuff. But, you know, as a executive director, there's just so many hats and I've put off the, the fundraising one for a long time because I just want to write 
you know, I just want to learn. I just want to talk oh, to people. Course, I just want to yeah. help people. And so, you know, now I'm turning into this more admin stuff and I'm like, okay, I really need to figure out fundraising this year. Really need to like be able to pay myself a living wage and hopefully hire someone else because quite frankly, this has outgrown my capacity to do everything. It's me and a few amazing volunteers. Uh, I also want to pay, like, I, I just want to pay people if they're doing work. So all sorts of reasons I need to figure out fundraising and then kind of hand in hand with that this year. I'm like, how, I'll get I'll back up. The board of directors right now is myself, which I know isn't good. Uh, and then two people I trust. So like just people. I'm it's a growing board. It's growing. Yeah. 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 And so, but I'm at this point where I'm like, okay, if I really want to take crowdsourcing sustainability to the next level, uh, we need a board of directors that's going to really enable us to do that. And so I started, you know, this is all new, all brand new for me. So I started researching. I read some articles, listened to some podcasts, came across your fantastic resources. And I'm just now really diving into like, how do I actually do this? How do I find the right people? What's the right roles and responsibilities? Um, So I have more thoughts and questions on that, but hopefully that's not too, too long of a background on on, uh, catching up to speed here. I, you know, I, I appreciate that. I have, I'm sitting here crying because I cry about everything you got. I do. I cry about everything. I'm in tears, but it's good tears. Cause I'm smiling. If you can hear, I, um, I think you right now you are in the sweet spot. Listen to this. You got on the show. You're sharing your vulnerability, mm-hmm. but this is the raw uncut unplugged. Okay. Life <laughs> of being an executive director, right? And having yeah. a nonprofit. And this is what this is what grassroots is all about, right? When you're when you're an ED, you said it best. You're you really want to stay with the the doing of the servitude of the nonprofit, but there's an admin side that often gets neglected, mm-hmm. and you're like, dang, I really I know I have to do this in order for the other component to really thrive. And <laughs> you're snickering but it's true like there's 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 levels to this right but coming on here and 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 really just saying you know what this is just kind of where we are right now we're we're starting right from from the ground up and you're doing your research you're doing your homework and you're figuring out what needs to be in place to keep growing you already have done more than what a lot of executive directors don't get a chance to do in their first year, right? You set you set aside some time and you've been able to really highlight and say, listen, crowdsourcing sustainability has already outgrown its capacity at this ah. marker. And so that is huge. I I really appreciate that. Kudos to you. You get it. You mm-hmm. get it. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Wow. So let's talk about the hiring process with the board. What was that like? I mean, you found people you trust, but what was it like? I think thinking through how to, how to, how to go about the process. So 
I don't think I really had much of a process the first time. Uh, and this is why, this is why I really am excited to be chatting with you and kind of diving into the strategy of how to do this more thoughtfully, more strategically, and, you know, how to, how to build, create, craft a board that is like a real asset to the org it really helps scale it and take it to the next level and you know maximize our impact and all the good stuff the first time around it was really kind of like oh my gosh this thing is this is actually starting to take off a little bit uh you know i want to make this more official because i still had people calling it a, a blog and and whatnot. So I thought becoming a nonprofit would give it some level of credibility and also open up some doors in terms of funding down the line. And so I just kind of like somewhat, well, I mean, it's a long, longer process, but I was like, I want to become a nonprofit, make this thing a little more credible and a little more legit. And uh, as a part of that, you need a board. And I was like, okay, I don't really want to put too much responsibility on people right now it's still like a fledgling organization like i'll just continue to handle stuff and kind of you know have the annual meeting and get help and advice and thoughts uh sort of ad hoc as needed and i ended up getting my really really close friend from college onto the board as treasurer and that's because you know he was he's good with finance he works in finance he did like a finance and accounting in college, that kind of stuff. I was like, all right, you know, money and numbers. And I, I really trust you. Would you be willing to do this? And he was like, yeah, sure. And then I got my cousin who I am also very close with and really, really trust to be clerk. And I, uh, I picked him also because he's, he's also somewhat of a sustainability nerd. He's a consultant. And he works in the renewable energy sort of clean tech space. Um, so, I mean, the process really wasn't too long or strategic the first time around. And now I'm starting to, you know, look into what a board actually does in more detail and how it can unlock all this stuff. I'm like, oh my gosh, like this, this could really... Um, this could really help out the organization improve our impact. And so here I am. <laughs> That's awesome. That's, I mean, I am just so impressed. Like, look at you taking inventory, thinking more strategically, really wanting to grow the organizational capacity. Ah, this is like a dream come true <laughs> when, for the beginning stages, <laughs> right? Of uh, of a nonprofit. Yeah. This is so cool. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm proud of it's you. It's good. But so <laughs> I'd love to I I appreciate that. I really do. It means a lot coming from someone who who is clearly deep in the nonprofit space. I still feel like I'm a newbie in the nonprofit space. Uh so I And you know, that feeling might stay probably for another year or two. As you go, as <laughs> I don't even lie, as you continue to like, even every milestone you make it, you know, um, you're going to feel still quote new or feel like a newbie, but, uh, 
you're you're gonna feel that way probably for for the for another year or two and then afterwards um once you sit back and look look around and look at what crowdsourcing sustainability is doing and you've gotten the grants you've you're growing the sustainable you know what i mean and and really pushing the mission and the vision you're gonna look back and be like wow (laughs) like you won't it won't feel so new so it, it it, the feeling will wear off, but enjoy it. Why enjoy it now? Because it's forcing you to really take in all the information you can and really learn and implement so you can grow. And that's, what's important. I like that future vision too. Let's, let's manifest that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Let's do it, Ryan. All right. So do you feel like you're fulfilling your life's purpose? You know, I, I hadn't thought about this in those terms too much until recently. And I, I met someone and they signed up for the newsletter and uh, they wrote to me and they said something along the lines of how much they liked it and that I was born to do this. And I was like, whoa, that's a, that's a big sentence, but I hadn't really thought about it until then. Um, and I do feel like this is, this is what I'm here to do. Uh, this, you know, I made the promise to myself to work on reversing global warming, trying to help save and improve as many lives as possible. And I don't think I was very good at writing when I first started. Um, I'm still not like amazing now, but I, I do think I'm pretty good at it. and. It's definitely resonating with some folks. So I, I think I'm I think I'm in the right place, to put it that way. <laughs> yeah. If this comes natural, anything that comes natural, honestly, and it's something that you love. And even if you had to do it without a pay, you still do it anyway <laughs> and still be worth it. It's yeah. totally, totally purpose driven. And you're on yeah, the right track. That's the thing. I can't really imagine working on anything else right now. You know? See, there you go. Yeah. I mean, come on. You were like, all right, life. I'm moving in with mom and dad, saving my money and going <laughs> hardcore into <laughs> my own vision. That yep. that takes some true purpose driven passion right there to do that. So, again, I couldn't be more proud of you. And look, as yeah, if I'm yeah. your coach, I'm not your coach yet, but I, I am just a proud, a proud one from one nonprofit leader to an, the other. I am truly proud of you. Truly, truly proud. I appreciate that. Quick shout out before I move on to my lovely parents, Hans and Patrice. Shout out <laughs> to the parents, the parental units. They are the true MVPs right here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Give them credit. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for just sharing your raw, raw, undulterated, right? Like true behind the scenes look of the, the, the makings of a nonprofit and getting a board together, because this is stuff that a lot of people don't want to talk about, or they just pretend it didn't happen, (laughs) or (laughs) they don't want to sound like they don't know what they're doing. And it, we we all have been here, done that kind of deal. So you are totally fine. You're on the right track. Mm-hmm. And as you continue to learn and grow, uh, crowdsourcing sustainability is going to continue to thrive. So 
It's all good. Fingers crossed. That's the goal. No, no fingers crossed. It's going to happen. Just wait. Just wait. (laughs) So where can we find you? I've mentioned Twitter, but is that the only place you're, you're lurking around these days? The big one, honestly, is the newsletter. Um, And folks can find that on the website. If you just Google crowdsourcing sustainability, you could sign up for the, the newsletter. The place it's most read, though, um, is on LinkedIn, oddly enough. And so you could subscribe to it there as well. But I, I personally spend most of my time on, if we're talking like social media stuff, like Twitter and LinkedIn. I don't really do the other ones. Although we do have an Instagram page. We have a volunteer running with that, which is awesome. Uh, and those are those are kind of the main spots. Awesome. And I'll have... Those links in the show notes and you know where to find me. Join the email list, nonprofitunplug.com. Definitely, if you have not done so already, please get the master grant writing course. I teach you and you will learn for sure how to research grants that you qualify for and not waste your time on grants.gov, looking for grants that don't fit your needs. You'll learn how to write the grant and you're going to learn how to really get grant ready and really build organizational capacity. So if you haven't gotten the master grant writing class, you need to join the rest of the team. I am offering live office hours on the second and fourth Saturdays of the month. So you get to hang out with me for two hours (laughs) and get all of your personal questions answered and it's a good time. So go to mastergrantwriting.com, purchase the course now because while it's at a discounted rate, because in June it's going to go up to the full price. So get it now while it's still cheaper and on, on the discount. So definitely check that out. You can find me here on clubhouse or here on the podcast, definitely on clubhouse, Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn. And We are just excited for you all to continue to grow and expand your nonprofit businesses and services. So with that comes, you know, paying it forward. That's what we do. Donate this episode and pass it on, share it for free to someone who, you know, that can truly benefit from it. I mean, it may, you know, it may not cost you anything to pay it forward, but it can cost you everything to not take action. And we don't want to be in that boat. So definitely take action, share, share, share the content. If you find it to be truly worthwhile, as always, I want everyone to stay encouraged and Ryan and I can't wait to see you on top. Yay. Yay. (laughs) Thanks, Ryan. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to nonprofit unplugged. Please rate and comment this show for more amazing content. 